Alright guys, and welcome to the 13th episode of Lifting the Lid. In this episode, expect to find out why recruits sleep naked during training, what you can sneak into your Bergen on exercise to make it more bearable, and how you can take a shit in the desert when you don't have a toilet. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lifting the Lid. Long awaited. How long has it been ages since you've done a lift in the lid? It's been a while. The last one we did was another Q&A. They come periodically, don't they? Yeah. Well, whenever basically whenever we think of an idea for a lift in the lid, we'll do it. Because um, you guys seem to enjoy them. So, um, Ed, do you want to explain the premise behind today's? Yeah. So, this yeah. is another Q&A, but it's X-rated, if you will. Yeah. So, you should have seen that in the title and the thumbnail. Yeah. So, the, uh, the inspiration for this episode came from me effectively accumulating quite a lot of rude questions uh, about life in the Royal Marines. So I thought I could then fire them at you uh, and you could give us some answers. So yeah. I've, I've come at this from the perspective of a lad or a girl is, is applying for the Corps. Uh, and these are questions that you would have at the back of your mind but are probably too kind of nervous or embarrassed to ask your recruiter. Yeah, because so when you're going through uh, the sort of application phase, your recruiter is normally a serving Royal Marine, typically a corporal or above. <clears throat> so you probably are quite intimidated by them. So there, re- there is 100% going to be questions that you don't want to ask them through fear of feeling stupid or thinking it was a stupid question. So hopefully this podcast is going to serve as a little bit of like a an anecdote to that. Um, and I'll, I guess I'm like myth busting or, or whatever it may be. So um, we're not going to do segments today, are we? No segments. However, we do have a, a special mention. Because um, you may have noticed, our apparel is uh, is consistent, congruent on the podcast. So we want to thank Athlesium, who literally sent this. Well, it arrived about an hour ago. Well, yeah, these are hot off the press. Yeah, about an hour ago, uh, and they're they're awesome. I'm gonna actually show the back of the t-shirt. Um, yeah, so for audio listeners, Chef is now showing the back of his t-shirt to the camera. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. It's not X-ray. It's not that X-rated. But if you if you're currently listening to it, I urge you to watch just this bit to see how how good these t-shirts are. Dare I say it? I prefer these designs to Jim Shark. I do as well. They haven't they haven't pulled any punches with the designs of these. They're uh, they're very good quality. Yes. So so the the Jim Shark range that we wear a lot at the minute is called Heritage I think yeah. and that's like their vintage range I prefer the Athlesium stuff yeah, to, so that, to that Heritage range um, I think so it's better quality and the design's better I would agree and so um, if you want to basically check out what we're sporting I think um, so Athlesium UK is just their, u- their username on, on Instagram so go and check that out and their website is just linked in their, in their kind of bio so um, thank you to Athlesium for sending us over some some clobber. I mean, it's not a paid ad either, by the way. No, <laughs> they, but they, they just these gave, were free to be yeah, transparent. Yeah, they, they yeah to be transparent. They just gave well, they gave Shep some free T-shirts and they're good quality. So yep. So we why not shout them out? Why not shout out a, a small UK business? Exactly. So um, again, no helmet of the week or otherwise today. We're going to get straight into the meat of the pod uh, and crack on. Right. So. Lengthwise, I've got no idea how long this is going to last, last okay. but there are 10 questions and I've categorised them. Okay, cool. Right, so the first section is under the subheading of training. Okay. Right, okay. Where do lads exercise their primal urges? As in masturbation? Yes. Okay, in tra- in training in terms of in the, in the grots? Yeah, basically. 
I guess it cha- I guess it varies when you like you go off to a unit and you might have like your own room or whatever. Yeah, so I get so in training minimum you have like six blokes in a, in a room minimum. I think it's eight actually. So obviously you can't be just like pulling the turkey you neck got, off it and fucking <laughs> dropping loads in your mate's pit yeah jack as fuck that we found on inspection what was this um <laughs> nah so typically it's in it's an infrequent occurrence uh i, w- I would imagine but like basically weekends in a t- in a cubicle t- typically seems to be the 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 kind of idea so you can't do it anywhere else like it has to be in a cubicle you kind of like you stealth ops basically and uh and it, weekend because there's nothing else going on and and most people are like You'll get maybe like a period of time where there's less people in the in the grot, so there's like twenty percent of the people are, are there, so you can get away with it. But there's a few funny, there's a few kind of there's a few dits about about this yeah, go on. particular well, act um, that you brought to my my attention that I had pushed down to the recess of my mind. Are they are these involving you or are these hi- let's say hypothetical anecdotes? No, there are a few, and then not none of them are involving me. Luckily, they're all um, inherited. So basically, the the first one is from training, and it's just someone whacking off in their dos bag, in a sleeping bag, in uh, on in, on exercise. How desperate can you be if you're fucking freezing your tits off on Woodbury Common to whack one off on the fucking on exercise? So like, so for the uninitiated, right, and for like not people that aren't aware of kind of like what being on exercise yeah, involves. Yeah. What is a dos bag, and like what is the landscape of like where are you sleeping? Who's okay, so around you, you? So you're sleeping on the floor. You'll typically be under a poncho, which is like a a waterproof sheet effectively under a poncho um which is knee height so if you're under that you have about six inches of clearance for your face so you're not much for your cock and then uh <laughs> depending how big it is and then um you're again with one other person so you'll share a, a poncho with two people you'll be in your own sleeping bag and you're on your own roll mat but there's probably um i guess two people's worth of width plus maybe half a foot so it's tight quarters we're talking here, and <laughs> and someone's basically been next to someone else, next to another lad, asleep. The guy's asleep, or if he, at least he thought so, um, and he's somehow his primal urges have come to the fore in like minus four when he's got like four hours to sleep anyway. Like, where are your priorities there? Like, what are you fucking doing? Um, and also, not even not even linking back to kind of hygiene. And where the fuck are you? What are you so doing? Where is, with he, the, where is he spaffing here? We need exactly. to unpack this. What are you doing with the fucking the seminent? <laughs> <laughs> also, bad drills because you've just horrendous. You've just shed your DNA. You ground just, sign, mate. You've just revealed your position yeah. to the enemy. That's a major ground sign. We found a. We found a bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. Um, will be all over that. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that is mental though, because that's like she's not even camping. So like my so like for civilians the closest reference point to this is either like camping or being at a festival, and on and in neither of those circumstances would I want to fucking have a tug. Yeah, exactly. It's, for me, it's like pro, like how the hell is it even on your mind to do that? You sleep deprived. You can barely even find your knob most time. It's wild, mate. You look a little fucking caterpillar on the floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fucking, like I say, the, the very the, horny caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, it's raining because you're in Wales. The the like wet sheet of poncho is about eight inches away from your grid. Like, where the hell is the arousal here? Um, There's no stimulation. It's not like you ain't got fucking. V- yeah, you ain't got, <laughs> you ain't got VR Pornhub on the go. Have you on exercise? <laughs> yeah, you've not got your fucking Vision Pro, Apple Vision Pros <laughs> on. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's one. <laughs> Another one, which was 
camp orientated. Um, so this was in Norway, which is quite funny. Um, and in Norway, similar kind of thing. So you've got like six man rooms, um, big kind of, um, imagine like uni halls, but like a, a big hallway in the middle, um, rooms either side. And at the end of each corridor was like a, a, a communal toilet uh, with showers and stuff. So like cubicles, urinal showers. One of the lads has gone for a tom tit. Shit, shit. Um, in the in the heads, and the other um, cubicle was taken. Anyway, he sat down, dropped his kex, got started, got to work, and uh, underneath the underneath the um, the door that segregates the two. Yeah, because there's obviously a gap between cubicles yeah. at the bottom. <clears throat> yeah, separates the two occupied cubicles. A massive load. Was, oh. was, 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 <laughs> Hit the floor with a, with a thud, and uh, and yeah, so some weight behind it. Yeah, we some we, we like, like a, a three week old, you know, like three week no spaffage. Oh, yeah, that's so that's come out like a rocket. Yeah, exactly, mate. So that's horrendous. And then apparently that's a major transgression because that's a, that's another man's personal space there. Yeah, I know. You look, you're you're literally landing six inches away from his that, foot that's borderline sexual assault I would agree you, you've you've, tr- you've come on another man there the worst part of it there was no communication after this right all, all that he saw underneath the, <laughs> underneath the cubicle we still don't know who this was by the way to this, to this day um, all he saw under the cubicle was a, a hand wrapped in um, oh. tissue and it just like mopped it up and then like went away with his business and that was it and he heard him get up and go. That was him. This brings me back to another question. This is relate vaguely related to the initial question that I asked. I imagine Marines are very kind of like testosterone filled. So like in yeah. training, you know, you say you don't really have the time or the energy to masturbate. Mm. Where's where's all that testosterone going? Are you literally too preoccupied with the training to even think about that? Well, it's energy related. So a lot, a lot of your energy is spent doing fears and like cognitive energy doing whatever um but you will do like we went out every like two days a weekend every weekend we could do like every time we had ch- a chance to go out and socialize should we say we would take we would take that opportunity and that's where you kind of exercise that i think um because like like i say you can't really you know you're in a fucking eight man room like you'd be pretty brazen to be uh to be to be getting getting after it there there's another couple of like Notable mentions, I think. They, those two are my, my top two, I think. But Go like, on, fire through, <coughs> fire through them. So, like, you know when we were in 4-3, so behind the wire? Yeah. So, again, for anyone who doesn't know what behind the wire is, you're basically on call or, or on notice to move. So, you're effectively a, a guard service. And if someone attacks the camp, you've got to be in a certain position at a certain time. So, if someone's like, if the alarm goes off, you have, a, you're on either one minute's notice to move, two minutes' notice to move, or five, basically, depending on where you are. Um, and you've got to be in certain positions within that that amount of time. Um, obviously, you know, engaging in in said activity is a risky manoeuvre. If you're on one minute notice to move, so imagine you've got to like you've got to deflate in that time. You then got to run out, get in your kit, do whatever. Um, so there was one point where someone someone ran out with a little a little bulge in the pants. Stonk on, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where you've been, son. Because um, again, there's no no time or or um or sort of space for for deflation there so uh, yeah, but like when you're behind the wire you don't have the internet or anything do you mm, yeah you do you do yeah. oh, i thought you were like most places you do i thought yeah. you were like off comms no nah, at the at the one of the places you are off comms but i only went there like 
Uh, I thought he was only just like using his imagination there. No, no, no. Deep in the recesses of his mind. <laughs> Memory. Tug. Yeah, no. Well, um, you do have, have internet, yeah. It's right, okay. So, well, well, I think we've comprehensively <laughs> addressed masturbation there for anyone that was interested. <laughs> yeah. Right, so next up, do you have to sleep naked? So this is kind of a, probably a misconception pushed by one of the documentaries because they were like, in the Royal Marines, you always sleep without your boxers or socks on because you've just had a shower and then you're now clean, you go into a clean bed, so you don't put anything else on to make that dirty weather. Um, so in the initial parts of training, that is drilled into you and that is kind of what happens. So everyone sleeps naked, you get up and you run to the showers all fucking naked. So, I mean, it's <laughs> mental. Obviously you have a towel, but like whatever. And then uh, as you move through your career, you can obviously do what you want. But during training, typically, yes, you do. You slowly like earn the right to wear more clothes as you go through your career. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I sleep naked anyway. I don't. Do you not? No. That's interesting. Um, I sleep in shorts. That's weird. See, I do. But is that is that not because now you've been conditioned to sleep naked? Did you sleep naked before? No, probably not. I don't know. Well, there you go. Then. Yeah, I guess so. I just thought it was a, it was a natural thing as you got older, because um, you start to shed pajamas as you get older and older and older. Because you you first of all you like fully dressed in pajamas, right? When your mom puts you to bed. Yeah. And then you go, you progress, don't you, to, to like trousers and then shorts and then whatever. It's like you rebel against clothing. Yeah. yeah. And then you slowly build it back up again. Yeah. Uh, well, I've already reached old age mentally, so hence why I wear yeah, pajamas. <laughs> I'm like Scrooge, mate, with his little fucking nightcap. His little hat on. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so you do pretty much sleep sleep naked, yeah. And again, I think it is a hygiene thing. If you've got a, if you have got clean beds, it sort of almost makes sense to me. But again, I'm indoctrinated, so um, you could probably pick holes in that. But like, if you are, if you've just showered and then you get into a clean bed, bed and then you get get up and shower again, there's no real, you know, unhygienic moment there. So I think it makes sense. But yeah. Have you got any advice for someone who is daunted by the prospect of sleeping naked and in a room full of other naked men? Get a grip. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I, I mean, if you don't, don't like, I don't know, mate. You're, you're, you know, if, you're if joining you, the fucking Marines, like. If you don't like the idea of like hot, oily, naked men, then the yeah. career, the, like the Marines, probably isn't a career path for you. Well, I mean, I, obviously, I get it. it's probably a little bit of a of a step change, but there's not really. Um, what you can do about it and it, it's just a, it's a matter of I think maturing like it's a little bit of like a an immature funny thing you know when you when you think you see like someone's when you're kind of like in a, you know when you're in a uh, changing room in like David Lloyd whatever yeah and you see someone kicking around with a knob out it's a bit of like a, when you're like 10 or 15 but as you get older fucking hell everyone's got one so who gives a fuck yeah uh, it's so. just that mine tends to be bigger than most people's yeah well that is an issue isn't it yeah it's mad that is don't like drawing unnecessary attention to myself. Yeah, as an introvert, you know, you can't get quite a lot of attention when you uh, when you dress down. <laughs> when you get your piece out. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is all artistic license, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, okay, so following on from, like, sleeping arrangements then, this mm. is less X-rated, but still a very pertinent question. Well. Yeah, it's still a very pertinent question. How often do you have to wash your kit slash bedding? Once a week. So every every Wednesday you have a Wednesday bed routine, which is always checked by the training team. Again in training, this is and this is supposed to be carried through your career, but you sometimes fall off it. But like typically, uh, I guess like Tuesday night you would um, wash all your stuff and then you change your bed sheets. You have to make your bed in a different way on a Wednesday to um, 
show basically like you you normally would fold the uh, like the top end of your bed back obviously to expose the pillow and that sort of stuff you fold the other end as well to expose the bottom of the sheet to make sure it's still clean if that makes sense right do you not uh, get blokes like sleeping on the floor so that they have less like bed admin to do yeah that's not necessarily like changing bed sheets though what that normally is is you make your bed really well and like it has to be measured and like all this sort of stuff because that's such a ball ache and you have to iron your sheets all the rest of it if you sleep in that bed then you have to wake up another half an hour earlier to do that whole fucking routine again however if you make it once on a Monday a bit of a hack this but if you get caught don't blame me because everyone, everyone sort of risks it um, so if you, if you sleep on the floor or sleep on someone else's bed who's so we used to call them like rap pits um, so basically you'd have eight people in a room As over the course of training some people would drop out and stuff so pe- people have wrapped uh, and that that bed is there free, then free. Oh yeah! So you can sleep just on the bare mattress. That's class. Yeah, and then you still get a be- still get a bed and leave yours good to go on a Monday. Iron your sheets on a Sunday, whatever, and then you basically get another half an hour in it every morning, which is such a hack. Yeah. However, when when if and when training teams randomly come and check on you in like middle of the night, if you're sleeping on a rat pit, you'll get fucked for it. So it's kind of like a live live and die by the sword thing. If you're if you're going to do that, then you have to run the risk of maybe getting caught. But it saves you a lot of time. Because so you can get it absolutely bombers at the start of the week, your bed. And then Wednesday, you change it a little bit, and then you go again. So That's genius. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a little hack. A- again, everyone does it. They will tell you not to do it in training, but fucking hell. I don't know anyone who hasn't tried that. Mate, you're so sleep deprived. You've got to take what you can get. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. Like um, Some people are better at playing. That's called, that's called, That's what you call playing the game. Some people are better at it than others, and some people like do everything by the do book. Do everything by the book, yeah. but other people and and other people try and play the game a bit and just aren't as smooth with it, and then get fu- get fucked up yeah. because of it. So you got to if, have a neck on you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and you have to have a bit of the, maybe the gift of the gab to carry it off, but uh, it's worth a try anyway because you get a bit more time in your pit. But yeah, you do um, you uh, you wash your sheets every week, once a week. Right. Okay. Next question relates to showering. Now, on one of the very first episodes, I think we covered the showering. Yeah, situation. You sh- you shower naked, obviously, because yeah. you're all running naked to the shower. <laughs> so <Not> nakedness. <laughs> so, do you have to stay clean shaven downstairs? <laughs> right. So, what's the <laughs> no. no? No, you don't. No, no, no. no what's so the spectrum here? But like, is there like is there a norm? Is there like informal rules? Nah, I don't are think you, so. Are you frowned upon if you're kind of like poor hygiene it's downstairs? It's a good point, actually. No, I mean, good poor hygiene, yes, but like poor. Um, you know, admin in that in that sort of sort of not but shaving. You don't, you know, that's that's not an issue. I don't think as long as it's clean, then we're good to go. Inspecting it? No, no. To be fair, no. Just for clarification, you do not get your penis inspected. inspected. <laughs> that's bollocks. You know? We lads fucking withdrawing their application. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. Um, <laughs> no, because my like my. Uh, my thinking behind this was that, like, every other aspect of your hygiene and admin has to be so on point. Yeah. Would that then transfer to, like, the nether regions as well as, like, below the top lip? No, so I don't think so. And the reason, the only reason, uh, effectively, that there's there's effectively a reason for all the hygiene standards, even if it's, like, a bit of a bullshit reason, there's a reason. So there wouldn't really be anything like a crowbar in. The reason you need to be clean shaven is so that if you have to wear a gas mask, the gas, the yeah, seal, the res- yeah, the respirator the seal, seal sort oh, that, of that makes fits. sense. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, you don't have to wear a gas mask on your crotch. So you'd be more fine. streamlined if you swim in. <laughs> Maybe. But you're swimming fucking full rig anyway, so. Uh, that makes little difference. Yeah, so so no is the answer. And, and I think that's it's a good point, though. I didn't even think, thought of that. Um, but I think basically everything else has to be on point, but nothing. Yeah, no one's, no one's checking your fucking pube admin. Right. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking, because if you're all naked. And, like, there's just one bloke with a mental fucking bush. Like, is he not going to be a bit, like, fucking sort, you know, sort nah, your shit out, man? probably not sort your shit out, but he will get ridiculed. Well, that's what I mean. So that's, like, there's no there's no formal enforcement going on there, but but through the process of ridicule, he's kind of been policed. Even, even through, you know, phallic individuality. <laughs> You'll get uh, you'll get some some sort of ridiculing going on, so shapes and sizes and you know, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Basically, no one's safe. No one's safe. And if you can't mate. deal with it, don't join the Marines. Yeah, um, you know, you have someone with, with excess foreskin, called him foreskin. You know, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. So so it's, it's one of those things. You you got to kind of because you, again, you're all going through this stuff together. You've got to find ways and means to to have a laugh, and so well, that's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, and if you're the kind of bloke who would contact HR if someone started calling you foreskin, <laughs> like a career in the military probably isn't for you anyway. I assume. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, um, and certainly not in like a, a a unit like the Marines or anything called Paras, certainly. Yeah, right. Well, they're all the training related okay, to that. Cool. That questions good, gone. So let's move on to exercise. Mm. So we just talked about. So for anyone that's not aware and who hasn't already gathered what yeah. is what is going on exercise. So effectively going in the field, so not sleeping anymore in your accommodation. Now you're sleeping out in the sticks and and doing, doing for want of a better word, like the soldiering job. Uh, so y- you're planning attacks that you're then doing it, doing the attacks. So you're going round the round the clock. So you you are essentially role playing being at war effectively. And you're like self sufficient in the yeah. field, aren't you? Like everything you take with you, you that's do, what you've yeah, got. You carry your house on your back. You carry all your food. You carry like. Or your weapons and stuff. So where do you shit? So on exercise in the in training, you have something called an Elson. A which what? You, an Elson? I have no idea. Nelson or Elson? Elson. Right. So yeah, no clue. That gets taken with the training team. Um, so they have like so you all obviously carry everything on your back, but then they have you know half cab wagons and stuff like that to, to take different different bits to facilitate the actual, the actual exercise. Typically that Elson is somewhere in the middle of the harbour, so in the middle of the like the triangular bit where you where you stay. Um and you ju- yeah, you just kind of you just crack it nor- normally. I think it's like it's uh wait, so is there any pro what is it? Just basically like a It's like a to- it's like a toilet, but with a bag underneath it rather than a actual reservoir. So it's like a portal. Have you got walls around you? Or no. are you just shitting in front of everyone? Oh you're shitting in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're just you're just squatting down in the middle of the camp shitting yeah and you've got one one hole between everyone on exercise yeah and like sometimes you have to change the bag right who, like who gets yeah who so gets given that so, job so typically oh what is it now basically you get someone who's I don't know what it's called but like <laughs> someone who gets dicked with the job of being in charge of the Elson Tom Tit yeah well, yeah so like the, it's, it's typically the lowest performing recruit on that exercise. <laughs> That's such a shit job to get. Yeah, by so the you'll way. get you'll get the the job of like basically you have to clean it out when you get to back to camp, which is horrendous. And then you obviously you have to like change the bags and do that sort of stuff. So it's like, 
grown ass men not who it. average like five thousand calories a day are going to produce some absolutely like Chernobyl reactor four shit. Yeah, ab- absolutely abhorrent, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so that's not a, not a great time. Obviously, it's it depends on the exercise, and in terms of it depends how how tactical you've got to be. So you know you might be, might actually have to have your rifle with you. You might have to have your kit on, all that sort of stuff. So it depends on on the exercise. Sometimes you can take everything off and, and be cool, and, and it'll be off to a side, and it'll be kind of in in private. Uh, but other times it's not. In a, in Norway, it was um, extremely difficult to say the least to have a shit in in the field because you're freezing and you've got about four million layers on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if if you have that Elson when you're in training, what happens when you're not in training? Like, what happens when you've like, passed out? Depends. So it depends. Depends where where the exercise is. So if it's like hard cover, then it could be normal toilets or it could be. Portaloos, or potentially it's Nelson again. What's hard cover when you like have digs to go back to at night? No, when you're in like um, a farm building or or whatever. Right. Okay. When you're not sleeping, actually in a field. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you have like a fucking scout hut or something. Yeah, or, yeah, that's kind of. I, that I wouldn't a... even consider that in the field. Right. Okay. Sense. What's that like a fucking range package? Or yeah, something? exactly. So right. it's like it's like a that's like a residential package, whereas the <laughs> the. <laughs> hard cover in the field is where you basically just you've found like a derelict building and now you've got cover right okay do you know what I mean so yeah potentially there's, there's other stuff but it, it does depend on the exercise the tier of exercise uh, as to and if you're in the desert when we're in the desert you just have a have a desert poo which is fantastic is that like a cat where yeah. you like dig yourself a hole yeah. shit and then cover it back yeah, over exactly that <laughs> so you would you would basically go away from the away from the lads about 50 100 meters um and there's a lot of there's a few positions you can adopt uh, go on talk us through them <laughs> these are hard to describe so you've got obviously the squat which is standard don't have to um don't have to too much of that but eventually you know sometimes depending on how you know reactor four you are it, that can be a bit of an issue so um one one of the preferred methods is to have you know like um like a reverse table. Oh, what? Yeah, so like you're on you're on your feet and then you've got one one hand back. That's like a bridge gymnastics pose, isn't it? Yeah. And then you Is let that it, what it's called? Then you let it fall into the into the oh, hole you've look, created. Right, but, but so like talk to it from like a from like a PT perspective though. You're you're engaging your glutes. Yeah, but you don't to have to hold be fully that position. Flat. But what I'm saying is you're gonna end up with a, a shitty arsehole because you don't have to be, like, you'd have to be like fully extended. Right, okay. So it's like just kind of like it's like a collapsed bridge. Yeah, collapsed bridge position. Um, that's, that's a bit. That's still a bit. It's still a bit not, acrobatic. It's yeah. not really comfortable. That. Yeah. Again, I mean, that's that's for uh, that's for big big events. That one. What about just like <laughs> legs spread, as in like legs stood apart, mm. and then kind of just like like a sumo squat. Like a, yeah, like a sumo squat. Yeah, that's a valid option. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but I mean, there's no hard and fast rules well, when you it comes can, yeah, to a desert you can do poo. What you want, but uh, you do have to, um, you do have to dig it, dig a hole, cover it up to make sure you've got no ground sign, and then wash the entrenching tool. Whoever, whoever's using. What's the what's the wiping policy? So you what? have baby wipes. What do you in take? A, do you always take baby wipes and exercise with so you? So you have a ra- ra- in in the ration pack is little. Right. Okay. So you can wipe your ass. Yeah. 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 You're not just walking around with fucking shit on your ass. Um, well, I don't know, because it's the fucking... Well, exactly. I won't put it past you. Yeah, You've got you blokes fucking jerking off into their fucking <laughs> DOS bag. Yeah, exactly. You just Wait, come home he... covered in your own bodily fluids. He, he must have used the uh, 
That's what he must have used to clean clean himself up. The baby wipes. The baby wipes. Solved it. There we go. There you go. Uh, right, well, we've done the next question. Do lads exercise their urges on exercise? Yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Can you sneak stuff into your Bergen, like phones and scram? Um, good question. Officially, I'm assuming no. Yeah, correct. Well, it depends on, again, depends on the stage you are in training because the later you get the more liberal they get you'll never be able to take your phone from my knowledge maybe nowadays it's different because phones are a bigger part of things well uh, well anecdotally we know now that vaping is very commonplace on exercise yeah so vapes potentially like snus stuff like that, that isn't isn't regulation for certain for certain but you can get it in so when you get to later exercises like i say like week 23 you have like violent entry which is a stinking seven or eight day exercise i took loads of like they call it civvy scram but like loads of like normal food that isn't ration packs so I would always I think I told you this on the pod before I would always go go to the naffy get Haribo and loads of chocolate smash it all up into a, a Ziploc bag and then, then take that and that was a little like energy pouch you could have you could chomp on when you were uh, yomping and stuff and that, that, is, that is really good it's like real morale as you go through your exercise but that's a great hack do you melt it on the radiator so it's all like a congealed pouch you can do I didn't do that but like when it gets when it's in there anyway and it's all like it's in your in your kit because it's warm it does that it, it, gets like, that it anyway. congeals anyway yeah and it's one big block of calories it's fantastic yeah because then you can just nibble on it as you go can't yeah you, you just gnaw on it as you go through Um but to answer your question I mean you can sticks food in there but I don't think for phones and to be honest you wouldn't want your phone we actually had so this is in a unit <laughs> this is fantastic so we had a force on force element so basically so is that a euphemism no 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 <laughs> so this was like how the exercise was ran so basically they split the split the troop up into two um one was attacking a village for example or or one was trying to find the other one and the other one was trying to evade the other one potentially so like there's two groups um, and trying to do different stuff they're against each other, right? And so that you don't know where the other one is. So one of the lads had a fucking phenomenal idea to just check to see if any of the any of the boys had, had brought their phone on exercise. And and you can do it in a, in a unit, like in a unit you can take your phone. Uh, it's just a bit of a risk in it because you're gonna yeah. break it probably. However, this lad had left his Snapchat location on. Oh, so well, like, they, were, they were like they were like oh laying an ambush for these these lads, and they were like where where are, where's the other where's the other unit? Don't worry, I've got him. So, like, literally to the fucking to the T, you could tell exactly where he was. This is this is actually it's funny you mention that. This has become a problem in modern warfare. So, prior to the full scale invasion of Ukraine by Russia, you know when there was the skirmishes in the Crimea when Russia annexed the Crimea. Yeah. But according to Putin, it wasn't actually the Russian military, so he got away with it. Yeah. Academics over like the subsequent years have been like geolocating. Russian troops in Crimea when this happened using images that they posted on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's op- operational security. They call it op- OPSEC, which is a massive point of um of brief from higher when you go anywhere new. When you go into a ta- like a operational environment, basically you you have zones of um of different security levels. Basically, where sometimes you have to remove your SIM card because you if you're anywhere near Russia, you have to remove your SIM card. Um, because different stuff can happen. Obviously, locations off on everything. Sometimes you're not allowed to use Strava for obvious reasons. You can see when you start and finish. You can see your routes. You could get pinpointed but to things. Basically, that, anything that you do on your smartphone can be traced. 
by people yeah. depending on their level of competency like any any kind of footprint you have digitally can be traced yeah so like the best policy is just not to take your phone yeah exactly yeah um and we don't like film recruits when you're a, you know a training instructor or something um yeah <laughs> i'm just you know just yeah like just hypothetically yeah, you yeah. were a pci at limpston probably not best to then use that footage as promotional material for your own business as well <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, two weeks uh, yeah, go on, anyway, next. Uh, right, okay, so they're all of the exercise questions now. This category is now called sex. Perfect. As if we haven't talked about that enough already. Yeah. It's good that we preface this by saying it's X-rated. Is bagging off female members of staff prohibited on camp? Uh, yeah. Does it happen? Yeah, probably. I mean, not much, I think. I mean... So, I mean, I g- so like, what do you mean, uh, recruits? Well, we'll break it down. We'll give different examples. So, Limpston, obviously, is probably the camp that most people are familiar with. Yeah. That's mainly male-orientated, I'm I think. I mean, mainly, I- yeah. I mean, mainly all of them are, but, like, there is still, there's still, like, female nurses, female dental nurses, female, like, medics and shit, yeah. Right, okay, so what's the crack there? Who are they bagging off? PTIs, generally. <laughs> Yeah. that's the honest answer isn't it yeah yeah. I mean 100% like obviously the, there are train ranks on the camp if there if there's going to be any relations going on with anyone who of, of like who's, who's female on the camp with um, a serving marine then it's going to be someone out of training who has their own digs because otherwise, and his essence. otherwise how the fuck are you going to do it like, and let, let's be honest and his essence yeah if you're going to bag someone off on Limpson it's going to be a PTI in it yeah because there are some some good to go. I mean, not to make it homoerotic, but some you just got to appreciate a fine specimen when you see. Yeah, one. well, exactly. So it's weird though as well because so, again, hypothetically, some PTIs could be absolutely rats. Yeah, hypothetically, like it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So to big, say that like, to say that staying in shape is their full time occupation. Yeah. And they got a washed rig. That's, yeah, but you can look too much into that. Who am I to? Uh, who am I to judge? Yeah, well, he he would have some some thoughts on that. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, if you're again, if you're like in training and you're a recruit, there's no way really. Like, how are you going to get this bird to go to your eight man room and fuck it? You know, there's no chance. Um, so yeah, it does happen. <laughs> but yeah. as a as a recruit, ever bagged off a female member of staff in training? I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming yes. Just you should just law fa- of they, averages. at that point, you should just get fast track straight to pass out. Yeah, I agree. Hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. Guest appearance for audio listeners. Guest. Sir Jim Galvin has just entered the room. The elusive Jim Galvin. Do you want to say hello? That's my hello. Hope you're enjoying the podcast, guys. Uh, I'll be on soon if they ever invite me. There you go. The cameo appearance there. Jim will be the next episode on the podcast. <laughs> Official, so uh, yeah, so you should just get fast tracked at that point, straight to pass out week. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that should be straight wings because you completed at that point. Forget, forget the commando test. That you know is, what I mean, that's the ultimate commando. That test, is really. the unwritten commando test. Yeah, if you're, even if you're in week two, that should be like job done at that point. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if it happens. I I don't know anyone who's uh, quite achieved that that level of success yet. But let, right, okay. So, like, going back to the original question, let's assume that someone is bagging off the females on camp. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's and again, they're few and far between. It's like a, sl- a supply and demand issue here. Like, you know, you've got about three girls and about a thousand blokes, or whatever. Yeah. 
3,000 blows. Probably. Are men bagging each other off? Nah, not really. Then, well, it was, this is, uh, yeah, well, this is the last question, but we might as well cover it now. Like, how tolerant on a whole, obviously not officially, because officially they're not going to come out as homophobic. Anecdotally, how tolerant are people of homosexuality in and, in and around the Royal Marines? Uh, I think it's, it depends. Who It's like any subset of the population there's going to be people with certain views and people with other views i think on the whole it's probably quite accepted and it depends on the so like <laughs> so is, is it a bit like professional football in that like statistically there's not there's not many no as in statistically some marines have to be gay mm, as yeah. in like just by like law of averages yeah and in the same way that like there must be kind of gay professional footballers, but because it's just not the they don't feel comfortable coming out in the environment. Is there that any is, is there yeah. any openly gay marines that you know of? Yeah, is there one? Okay, uh, yeah, there is one, uh, and I don't think he gets any stick. I mean, it's about it's like anything like the the marines is one of those things. It's ultimate meritocracy, really. If you're good at the job, it doesn't matter really with anything like w- anything else. Yeah, that's a very good point. And if you're shit at the job, again nothing else matters you're a knobhead so like it's one of those things where if you're there on merit yeah exactly that crack so on I don't think there's that much of a of an issue with it potentially with the environment being the way it is there might be a um, bit of stigma but I don't think so no. right there you go Yeah. I won't probe you anymore in case you accidentally get cancelled <laughs> no I'm joking uh-huh. uh, right this is, and this this is the this is the the million dollar question now say the best till last do girls actually give a shit that you're a marine? And the second part to that question is, do they even know what a fucking marine is? Because let's be honest, I'm sure a lot of people that apply for the marines deny it, but part of their motivation will be because they think it will pull them birds. Well, I would argue that's why we as blokes do the majority of our things. Yes. So I don't think you can you know, pigeonhole it too much into the decision to join the marines. However... Do um, women care? No. Any women who are watching probably kind of, you know... Well, comment. I don't know, actually. You're a woman watching this and you do care. Let us know, because then Harry will sign up again. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the thing... (laughs) I don't know. It's probably... That's probably not 100% accurate. If you think about, like, status, uh, the reason... The whole reason that women find uniforms attractive is because it's a a sign of, okay, you're doing something in the world. It's kind of a... It's a proxy for that as much as they, they might not admit that, that's kind of the whole underlying reason. And so it gives you status in, in, in a community. The only thing is, if, if they don't know what it is, then obviously there's no there's no status, there's no impressiveness there. They'll often just think you're in the army, which can have almost a negative connotation. So it depends on the depends on the girl, effectively. And it depends on their... <laughs> it depends on the calibre of female. No, 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 it depends on their past experiences. So like, if they've been fucked over by someone in the military before, you're instantly red flagged. Yeah. However, if they haven't heard of it before and they, they've only heard like the ethereal stories about Marines, then they might be, might be, might be enamoured. It must be like lads must get frustrated with, you know, when they're t- trying to like t- I don't know talk to a bird in a club or whatever, and they obviously and then they they like drop the armor Marine, and then not only are they like met with a blank expression, but then the reply to that is, does that mean you're in the army? Yeah, so that's not that's not the ideal reply, is it? No, because um, like a lot of the time you won't even tell them because it's just it's more simple to make it make something up. 
because yeah. you have to, because you have to think like oh because otherwise you turn into that you know the meme yeah, where it's like 100%. that bloke in the bird's ear because you'll go okay I'm a marine they'll be like what's that or does that mean you're in the army no 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 it's slightly different whatever and or, then, I mean already there you're off to a loss aren't or, you? already you've lost it it's a bit like if you were telling a joke and you have to explain the punchline it doesn't work so like if they, if they ask you what it is you know, you have to then go into okay. Well, it's a bit like the army, but it's the navy, and blah, 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 and it's like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And then they'll ask you, so what do you actually do on a day to day? Like, and then then you just lost, don't you? Because then you're yeah. detailing out your daily routines, or but like that is not that's not the not the vibe. So, oftentimes you'll just make something up. It's just the easiest thing to do. In it's just the easiest. Isn't I think it? I've said before in, on the pod, uh, penguin erector is is a personal favourite. That's, a, that's of mine. a classic. Um, so the, the story and they're like what do you mean you're again it's, it's all about like pushing the conversation forwards they're like what the fuck's a penguin erector and so, so we used to yeah because <laughs> then they're intrigued instead exactly. of just confused yes so we used to work near Edinburgh or whatever so we're like oh yeah we work at like Edinburgh Zoo and it's obviously by the airport right so whenever the whenever the planes go over the zoo what happens the, the penguins love it and they fall backwards yeah, because they're, lo- they're looking at the, the flight path of this plane. Yeah, and our job basically is to just go and lift all these penguins and make sure they're uh, they're on their feet again. And they're like, oh, that's like They'll either believe you or they'll go, no, no, fuck off. And then, the, then there's e- either, a, way, either way, there's a combo. Yeah, either way, you've you've got them. Yeah, and the other <laughs> the other one, which I'll mention, is uh, the dolphin shaver. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good one. <laughs> these are quite <laughs> clever, these. If you actually <laughs> unpack them, they could be plausible jobs. <laughs> yeah, this is it. So, yeah, we work at, like, Edinburgh Zoo. Like, um, you ever notice how... You know, dolphins are quite smooth. And they're like, yeah, 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 well, well, how do you think they're fucking so smooth? They obviously grow hair like any other animal. We shave them for you. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, so it's that sort That's of cool. shit. It's just easier and it's more fun to do that. Uh, and telling someone you're a Marine is probably ROI negative. However, like if you do that little, that little dance for a little bit and then they eventually don't believe you, if you then tell them they're a Marine, then it kind of works. Yeah, then it works because you've already built up like a bit of rapport with them. Exactly. And then you drop the uniform card. You've got a bit more of that. They're willing to give you a bit more of your time at that point. Yeah, exactly. And then you they're, just they're maybe sh- more intrigued. If you just go straight in nausea, yeah. like with a pre-prepared lecture about how like that, Marines How the Marines' diff- sniper course is harder than anything else. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, you've jarred them out. Yeah, cause or, they're, cause or they're maybe about your, you know, how you're a Royal Marines PTI and you know, that kind of thing. So if you're talking about that on the night out, you know, well, yeah. Telling everyone. To each their own. But yeah, so that's my that's the that's how that kind of kind of goes. And again, if you want to use any either of those um, pickup lines, then then crack on. That, yeah, in civilian life as well. Yeah. Don't limit yourself. You know what I mean? We <laughs> yeah. can all be penguin erectors. <laughs> you know. I'll the think mo- of the other one. The say, more the better. You might be back at Edinburgh Zoo soon as well. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? I mean, yeah. In, in your fantasies. It's in my good. fantasies, and I, and I will be erecting penguins. <laughs> well, I might tell her. You'll be erecting some girls. Yeah. Right, well, that is <laughs> that is the extent of my questioning. That was ace. Yeah, that was good. That, um, there were definitely unusual questions. I haven't actually been asked any of those, well, many of those by, apart from the ones surrounding, like, females on camp and stuff, by uh, applicants. So I'm guessing, again, that those are, like, questions that well, we want getting, to ask. That we're getting proactive now with this. Yeah, exactly. Getting ahead of the curve, ahead of the game. Because this is about the seventh Q&A that we've done. This is going to reinvent the wheel. So we have... People like it. Let's make more <laughs> of them. <laughs> to quote Alan Partridge. Exactly. So that was that was good. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, are we going, we're we not doing any more segments? I think, we'll, I think we'll leave it short and sweet for people. Because okay. it is just a Q&A, so we don't want to chew everyone's ear off. Okay, sweet. So like we said, 
our cameo appearance will have a full appearance this the next episode so it'll be jim's interview so tune in for that uh but that that was that's all from today hopefully you took something from that if you're joining the marines or even if you're not and you're just interested then hopefully that was that was kind of uh served some sort of entertainment for you exactly and don't be too disappointed if this episode's been shorter than you would have liked because jim is guaranteed to gob off for at least two hours so yeah We'll make it up to you next week. A feature-length special.